This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to another episode of the Covenant Community Kids Podcast. I am Jackie Jones. I'm Genevieve Jones. And our guest today is Charlie Fuller. Hello. Hi, Charlie. Hi. How are you today? I'm good. I'm, uh, been up for a whole... 45 minutes, so I'm super nice. put together and ready to go. Cool. <laughs> well, Same. it's Sunday morning, you know, it's a, it's a good day to sleep in. Appreciate you coming on with us. Yeah, yeah, Taking our morning has been um, particularly hectic, so. Yeah, yeah I, from the sounds of it. I, yeah. He yeah, filled me in a little bit. I'm sorry. I, uh, no, no, no. You're, I it's okay. I had car okay. trouble, so I understand. Mm, yeah, yeah. Car wouldn't start. Basement flooded last night dog ran away this morning my Jackie's cat, cat spilled yeah. our coffee <laughs> so well, the, the question number one is the dog come back are we good on that dog front? came back or, all right yeah yep peanut butter gets her to do anything so okay. yeah no good. she's great um and then i ended up getting here so i was thinking on the drive over i was like you know if i were one to think often about spiritual warfare <laughs> I might think something <laughs> yeah. is some outside me. force was preventing us from recording today. But I do have an alternative if you're looking for a new religion. I found this guy. Oh, an eight oh, ball. Oh, an eight ball. Yes. Yeah. What that a seems fantastic good. way to make so this. So my <laughs> whole life is now in the hands of this guy. Awesome. I really like that. Oh, my God. Well, thank you again. Um, have you listened to any of these episodes yet, or have you just... I've not in? had the ability, yeah, because I had my other computer, um, which it's it wouldn't let me do what yeah. I wanted it to <laughs> do. Okay. So I just hopped on the good one to record. But no, I'm sorry, I have uh, I've not heard yet. Oh my god! Oh no no, no 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 Don't be sorry. Yeah, I'm more just thinking. Have you heard anything like the kinds of things that we've been talking about, or do you know about like our background with the community? Because I know for you, you didn't actually grow up in community, right? No, I did not. Not at all. Um, I'm a little, just through knowing you, familiar with the background a little bit, not not too much detail. I knew a bunch of SSA kids, Christ the King kids through our high school. So, like, I, I was adjacent to it. Yeah. What drew you to be on the podcast since, you know, you hadn't grown up in it? What was your motivation for coming on? Yeah, well, you invited me, and I thought... Because we've had talks like this, uh, full disclosure, I've known Jackie for a little while before yeah. this. Yeah, can we talk a little bit about that? Where, oh, about yeah, this? definitely. Yeah. So there's this high school, I would say juniorish year. Okay. At Gabriel Richard? At Gabriel Richard, yeah. I, mm-hmm. uh, My one friend had just left. And when I mean one, I mean like my only friend had just transferred. Um, so okay. I followed this kid around junior just followed him around until he i like forced him to be my friend and then it turned out he was ended up dating jackie okay um, and they broke up and through the divorce uh i i won custody of jackie um nice. and and a, and another friend i were i'm still cool many with friends. with him you yeah so many yeah I, I had a great lawyer for that case from that relationship um yeah 
Yeah, good, I was uh, the best breakup I ever went through was not my own. Um, <laughs> I'm still cool with him too. Uh, yeah. He's, yeah, he's a yeah, good guy. Good. But uh, yeah, so we got close after that. We recorded with each other in the past. Um, yeah, you yeah. guys had a podcast reviewing movies. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it was cool. called An Artist and an Idiot. An idiot. <laughs> one more episode, which I'm still down to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, and then this crazy thing happened. 2020, oh, like a, I, I don't know. Like a plague or something? Yeah. It's a casual. It's a casual yeah. ending of the world. Yeah, um, sure, sure. So I haven't seen you in way too long. Um, but, yeah, so we talked about, you know, we talk about a lot. We've talked about religion a whole bunch because, you know, you, you went through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, I was pretty stagnant in where I was, so I think we always had a good back and forth of I was just kind of this, I'd yeah. say things and just bounce them off of me. Great and, sounding board. You had so many good insights. Yeah, now yeah. I sound like I'm just nice. giving myself credit, but more so it's just... We're all about giving yeah. ourselves credit <laughs> I was here, not. So. My life was kind of like a straight line, so I didn't, you know, have that many crises of faith, or I didn't have any... Um, crisis like in my personality when we were really close so mm-hmm. um mm. it just made it easy to talk to that we could you know yeah. I, jackie would come in with these new different ideas and be like oh yeah that's yeah. that's an interesting point and mm-hmm. i could be like well based on you know my experience so we came from very different places but we have a very we basically agree on everything mm-hmm. in the, in the big picture and in the small details mm-hmm. we we have some fun little back and forth so yeah and so you invited nice. me on, and I've always, you know, obviously, the subject, we have similar schooling. I wouldn't say similar backgrounds, mm-hmm. um, but we've gone yeah. through very similar experiences and experienced them very differently, so I thought we could, yeah. I, it would be a fun, fun thing totally. to kind of Yeah, I'm so excited into. to talk with you about it. Yeah. So um, I know we just kind of wanted to mention before we kind of dive into everything that Again, these are just all our own experiences. Yeah. We're not trying to talk for anybody else. Now I'm going to let you say what you were saying. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, speaking for the, your own faith, speaking for the institution of the church, speaking for other people's experience, mm-hmm. I really don't mean to touch on anything like that. It's just where I'm at now in my life. Yeah. Um, if I could sum myself up briefly, my thought process is I'm very in the moment kind of person. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very excited that I will not be the same person next year as I am today kind of yeah. thing. So everything I speak about, I, uh, I understand that's probably very temporary, you know, mm-hmm. life will change. My thoughts mm-hmm. will change. You could talk to me in three months and it could be entirely different. Probably yeah. won't be, um, at this point. Um, but could be, so, you never yeah. Know. You never so know. when I, when I speak things, it's not this all encompassing, oh, this is who this guy is at his yeah, core, sure. which um, you could say is good or yeah. bad when speaking about faith, but it's just not. Um, I'm a very ba- malleable personality. I'm a very malleable. Uh, my core beliefs change, and mm-hmm. that's I think that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but as of now, you know, I'll speak honestly on what I know and what I think, but there are a lot more people who've gone a lot, who know a lot more about the subject. There's a lot more people who have much more intense say better experiences than i have but so this mm-hmm. is just me in this moment cool, i guess is cool. what I'm saying. yeah i think that's yeah. super fair i think that's like um a privilege we have of being the host of this podcast is that we can mm-hmm. like update our thoughts yeah. <laughs> as it yeah, goes on yeah and it's hard it's hard when something is like recorded and set mm-hmm. at a at a point in time that yeah. is going to change so 
I think, you know, we can definitely give room for ourselves and anyone else who comes on here that, you know, we're all human. Things change. We're yeah. hopefully all going to keep growing. Yeah. So. I'm not. Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> I'm perfect. <laughs> I've hit the pinnacle. <laughs> so did you grow up Catholic? I did. Yeah. Okay. Um, I was kind of born into it. Um, but I, n- not strict, a very Tom sawyer type of <laughs> go to church on Sunday. <laughs> sitting through mass makes breakfast taste so much better. Mm, um, you've yeah. earned it. That that <laughs> level. Um, was missing mass on a Sunday a big deal or was it sort of like, eh, it happens? Kind of. depend. My dad was a little more not strict about it, um, but he would be more disappointed about it. Um, my okay. mom, anytime my dad left on a business trip, probably not going to church. Or we could okay. easily convince her to get out of it. But we <laughs> actually, my mother taught Sunday school okay. for most of my life. So we didn't really go to mass. We do Sunday school and teach all the kids. So I just okay. help her with that. And that was kind of my way of like, oh, I don't have to go to church. Even though it was yeah. like 15 minutes longer. Um, but it, it you know, it wasn't as boring. <laughs> so when yeah. Sunday school season ended, we would go to mass more um but we did sunday school and that was essentially um good enough you know for my right. dad and my mom granted like and you can already see it's like well, we're supposed to get the eucharist and we didn't um <laughs> but it was more like we've done our <laughs> we've done our time kind of thing yeah yeah we've done our duty so that was uh it wasn't as taxing in that way um mm-hmm. okay. it wasn't until middle school that i i had this from probably sixth to seventh grade, I got really, I need to go to church. Basically, I had a mm. teacher that, like, scared the hell out of me of, like, you know, you miss mass, oh. you're going to hell. So that was, like, two years oh, of, wow. like, no, I can't miss mass. Um, yeah. What school were you going to at that time? Uh, St. Francis, which is okay. in Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, I do have a lot to say about St. Francis, and that's kind of okay. one of the key differences um, where I think mm-hmm. our trajectory between me and you, Jackie, was with St. Francis. Because okay, I, yeah. I will say it was one kind of crazy teacher. And I don't mean okay. crazy in religion. She was just honestly kind of insane. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so I just listened a little bit too much to her. Mm, gotcha. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, people with that kind of intensity can leave an impression. <laughs> yeah. Make themselves heard over everyone else. So That's that makes sense. True. But yeah, it, it. My understanding is that Saint Francis was not quite as um, charismatic. Yeah, as not at all. Like Spiritus Sanctus or Huron Valley or any of those. Oh, Spiritus. Uh, we always yeah. call Spiritus Sanctus. Spiritus Sanctus. That nice Midwest You're accent. Michigan. <laughs> yeah, Spiritus yeah. Sanctus. There was two of them yeah. for a while. <laughs> Um, yeah, that's right. Plymouth Road, and then because I knew the one on Plymouth Road, I actually didn't know the one. Joy. Yeah, on Joy. To, yeah, till yeah till later. But yeah, we were super. I like going to school. I was like, yeah, we go we'll go to Catholic school. You have to learn about religion. It's it's a little you know because yeah. we were right across the street from public school, like one of the biggest okay. public schools in Arbor, like oh, right, right across Huron, right? Uh, Tappan. Tapped. Oh, oh tapped. yeah. So it's right. middle yeah. school. Okay. So we, if we use yep. our tennis courts, we'd get made. You know, you could hear them shouting through the window. You know, making fun of us, which we deserve because we went to private school and 
For it. Uh, so there was that kind of insecurity. And obviously going to St. Francis, I thought they were, you know, pretty decently strict. Yeah. And then I went to Richard. And mm, I mean, yeah. we did mass on Thursdays, but we did like bingo um, nights. Um, the parish did. So we were at St. Francis. Yeah, we were. St. Francis was an enormous parish. Okay. And so I think we were more a school to the parish. I mean, the church fits 500 people. Wow. Um, yeah, it is a very big parish. So they were they were dealing with, like, millions of dollars. Right. Um, and not in, like, oh, this church has... Like, it was an expensive building. Like, it, it cost that much to run it. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Um, so we were kind of just the parish ch- school, but just a huge, you know, parish. So... Yeah. The school was decent size for Catholic school, which I didn't. We had about 500 kids in total, okay, um, wow. which, which is seems small, you know, from first to eighth grade. But you know, but here in Valley, school, we had yeah. like 150 total, if that. Yeah, yeah. So, so we were pretty big. Um, so we couldn't. I don't think could be too strict. But we didn't. I didn't know what a catechism was till I went to Richard. Oh wow. Um, my favorite story I think is uh, uh, freshman year we did worship in the chapel at Richard yep. in high school and it's when you kneel and look at the altar for an hour or two um and I looked around and all the St. Francis kids are looking at each other like what the hell is happening <laughs> oh, right man. now like we were so confused because we were St. Francis basically like do your job keep your head down show up to church get your you know, yeah, get yeah. the Eucharist and beg like hell to St. Peter when you get there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So it was a very, like, working Catholic. Like, I, I felt more like a... Yeah, like cultural. Yeah, it was much more cultural mm-hmm. is how, mm-hmm. how I would say mm-hmm. it. It's, um, so when I got to Richard, I kind of was indoctrinated in that. Um, that it was just kind of like, oh, this is kind of part of who you are. This is your tribe. This is kind of your people and, and really nothing nothing too much more than that the school that i went to here in valley we had uh worship as well so we that was probably why all the here in valley kids were like this is standard <laughs> like, is that yeah, like, oh, ssa too okay okay yeah no i guess it is standard we just they weren't going to bring 500 kids into the church again i think the teachers would have just like yeah that makes <laughs> sense like we're not shuffling 500 yeah, yeah. <laughs> Shuffling 500 kids in. So yeah. We already do that on Thursdays for Mass. We're not doing it again. Yeah. Was it like adoration? Yeah. Yeah, adoration. Okay. That, that's, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I had no idea what that was. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe we can summarize adoration is like sure. in some Catholic churches or Catholic settings, there will be, uh, what is it called? The big gold tabernacle? Tabernacle. Ta- is, is it, it the tabernacle? I think there is a special name for it. Okay. But so the idea is that like this is in this holding a host, which is the Lord, um, on an altar. Monstrance. Mon- monstrance. Yeah. A monstrance. Monstrance. Holds the Eucharist. And then um, people have to be in there worshiping. 24 hours so like people sign up to do the like 2 to 3 a.m shift or whatever and so that it's called like an adoration chapel and there's just literally always someone there adoring the eucharist Mm -hmm. so that's like the idea of 
the worship time it sounds like you guys had yeah they would okay. do that yeah. um they would bring it i out. was homeschooled i don't know <laughs> oh no but that that's exactly yeah. it was i just called it worship because that's i forgot the name so you had no real experience with charismatic worship until Richard, because I know another aspect of adoration sometimes is charismatic worship. Yeah, no, we didn't even have any kind of adoration. Yeah. Yeah, no. I mean, you'd see it on TV, like mm. changing channels on Sunday morning, you know, the guy going nuts on, on like stage <laughs> or like people speaking in what I would later realize come to tongues, but. You know, so you knew about it, but I always figured that was a weird sect of Catholicism mm-hmm. or, like, just a different religion. Um, my dad would call them Bible thumpers, uh, oh, yeah. people who were just too... And my dad's pretty pretty old school. Mm-hmm. Um, with that being said, it's there was no theater to it. There was yeah. no abstract. It was just kind of... I, I think if you did that at St. Francis, you would have been... It would almost... I might be speaking too boldly, but people would have probably been offended right more so and like this is church taken seriously kind of thing yeah yeah um, as as opposed to uh appreciating it did it feel performative when you first saw it oh very yeah. much i granted i was a cynical high school student but i didn't buy it mm-hmm. for a second um i think the kids felt it um i guess the adults believed it but like it yeah it felt like a complete show mm-hmm. to me yeah like it, it did not feel authentic or i i never took it seriously or really respected it at all yeah when it, when it came to that yeah um yeah it was just richard had a different culture to it it was you know much more evangelical and i had older siblings go to richard so i was already kind of warned Mm-hmm. Um, going in that listen it's a little psychotic <laughs> and so I think that's why I remained Catholic was I kind of went in there with the shield of like okay this is not my Catholicism this okay, is yeah. Yeah. some other version Rich. of it yeah yeah. 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 Um, so though it was still Catholic it didn't feel like my religion you know mm. too much yeah interesting I hear that for sure do you still um, practice Catholicism no, um, no. I mean, yes and no. I, I still, if someone put a gun to my head and said, are you Catholic in the streets? I'd say yes, you know, kind of thing. Yeah. Do I go to church? No. You know, if I had to fill out a pamphlet on a census that are you Catholic, I'd be like, yes. Yeah, yeah. I'd be open to going to church. I, I've pondered it because I'd, I'd like, I've always liked uh, mass to me, like as I got older, kind of just appreciated the hour, you know? Yeah. Um. It's changed a little bit. I'm not used to... There's some... They, you know, released a new iOS a couple of years ago, so some of the words <laughs> changed. They got and, an update. Yeah. I just have Yeah. A <laughs> um, so I, I'm a little behind in that. Um, but I, I've talked to, like, my girlfriend about it. I'm like, yeah. It would have to be, like, I'd like to go to an older church, you know, in Detroit yeah. or something, you know, yeah. it's kind of more community than, yeah. than anything. Yeah. Um, More familiarity, I'm sure, is yeah. nice. Yeah, but yeah. how I, I've always and I think we've talked about this in parts, Jackie. Catholicism to me was never it was more of a tool, mm-hmm. you know. It's it's and this is probably spitting in the face of what Catholics believe, but like I can take or leave it when I need it. Yeah, 
you know, as I get older, I probably, you know, might go more into it or farther away from it. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. for where I'm at in my life, there's just too many unknowns in this realm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, um, for, and I feel like if, if there is a God, he'd be pretty, you know, he'd probably be like, get your shit together first and then, yeah. and then come to me. Yeah. Yeah. I heard um, someone recently kind of explain the difference between having a relationship with God that's based on fear and one that's based on hope hope yeah and I think that's like to me when I hear like my boyfriend grew up it sounds like kind of similarly like he went to mass and they did the Sunday school thing he was confirmed you know all those things but Mm. he never like he had never even heard of the kind of catholic that i was you know and like yeah he's so and i'll always i think i've said this before on the podcast but i'll always be like well you weren't like you didn't follow all the rules so. you were catholic <laughs> you know catholic life yeah, yeah. yeah no, we were catholic for sure but it like sometimes i get jealous of that because i'm like it would be nice to be able to just yeah. like go to mass once in a while and not think about it too much about like whether or not i believe yeah. in it or you know buy every single piece of it yeah Mm -hmm. and i think part of that's probably just you know the personality of myself and somehow all of my siblings too (laughs) so we just we think a lot but not that other people don't just i think we were really you know this was driven into us that like you have to be on board with every single little thing and yeah. it has to be this intense mm-hmm. or you don't do it i was glad you brought that up because it reminded me of a conversation we had back uh, a long time ago about just kind of i'm sorry if i speak for you guys a little bit but from what it seems like if you grew up in this evangelical kind of christianity which you guys did mm-hmm. there's core facts they dismissed that there's this crisis of faith you would have had to deal with because i at St. Francis, we learned evolution. We learned what that was. And we was told to us as fact yeah, that evolution happened. And mm-hmm. I talked to some kids from SSA, and that was something they're going to have. Like, they were not. I think it was SSA. Maybe it's here on Valley. I, I don't it know if probably you guys both. evolution. I remember okay. the creation story exclusively. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. We were taught that one, too. But then we're like, but also this. Yeah. And, like, they didn't really put them together. Yeah. I think maybe my parents, <laughs> like, gave me a science book that had, like, evolution i was kind of getting them both at the same time but from here in valley i didn't get evolution yeah yeah and so there's your crisis of faith would come in there's core truths that people who grew up in more intense catholic environments were denied Mm -hmm. and i was not denied that so i never had to go through that oh my god is god real yeah right you know this is clearly a truth that i was withheld from me um, so they, St. Francis was very good about, I remember the teachers actively getting annoyed having to teach theology when they wanted to teach like math oh, <laughs> like, <wow. laughs> or, and what, and one teacher, like it was pretty much a consensus that Noah's Ark was not a true story huh. or happened on a very small scale. Um, okay. I remember a teacher like telling me that, like saying like, this is probably either happened in a very finite location or it's just kind of an example or it's a parable because, yeah yeah because yeah. it was a history class and they're like there's no you know history about the world you know being covered yeah a parable is kind of how we were taught yeah right which i was you know talked to other people later and like no no it's art existed you know, like oh yeah. yeah yeah so there's weird things like that yeah yeah 
So had you heard of uh, Word of God or Sword of the Spirit before you went to Richard or during? Or I've never actually heard the name Word of God or Sword of Worship. What was the other one? Sword of the Spirit. Sword of the Spirit. Sort of spirit sounds sweet. Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I, if I it's was cool like, <laughs> if someone came up to me in the fifth grade and like, you want to sign up for the sort of spirit? I'd be like, fuck yes. So then we would have had a whole different conversation. Um, right. <laughs> right now. But uh, I was like, this cold conversation was really like, there was no swords. I was promised swords. And, uh, <laughs> only spirits. <laughs> yeah, only spirits. I'll take those two. It's a little early though. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, no, I, I'm familiar with it to a degree, just through uh, through you and um, kind of growing up around it. But um, as you know, I going even by high school, I was pretty. Uh, I I kind of knew what I wanted to avoid at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, I, I had never never heard of them. Um, it was just basically anything I saw that was kind of I view as kind of crazy i'd just be like christ the king mm-hmm. and kind of check that mm-hmm. off yeah um like the, i don't i never really cared to explore further into that yeah yeah and christ the king was the uh catholic parish that was right across from father gabriel richard so we mm. had a lot of i remember going there a lot at richard like our graduation was yeah at our graduation was there yeah. oh that's um, right yeah wow. so did you ever have experiences going to mass there no, I was actually supposed to go with a friend because he liked a girl. She went to the mass there. <laughs> um, and he's like, let's go to church. I was like, okay, That's just to cute. be his wingman. Um, That's nice mass. of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, Peace be with you. Um, <laughs> Hold hands during the Our Father. <laughs> yeah, and then, honestly, but like, I, I didn't end up going. Okay. I, I think I overslept and he had left early or something. And then he came back and he was like, yeah, they were speaking in tongues and shit. And I was like, oh. But I went to one one wedding there, actually before I went to Richard. Mm-hmm. And to show my politics a little bit, it was not, I was not happy. Um, what was it like? I, well, it was a very normal Catholic, but like Catholic ceremony. It was what the priest was saying was like, get ready to serve your husband type deal. I have an aunt who's Lutheran, and she walked out during the wow. uh, homily because yeah. it was a full mass, which is just mean. If you get married, don't do a full mass. <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can do, like, one of the 15-minute ones, right, but right. It, it was very subservient. Like, yeah. your job now is to make him happy, and it was, yeah. it was pretty yeah. gross. That's yeah. the language I was used to for weddings yeah. growing up until, um, yeah. like, that, yeah, that whole... I think it's like a script that it's. At I was gonna every say I think Catholic. it's part of yeah. the. Oh really? Yeah, the yeah. prayers because I remember yeah some of the Catholic weddings I've been to recently I was like whoa mm-hmm. didn't catch that before mm-hmm. yeah 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 weddings are one where I'm like um, Jackie you just saying like the language that you remember or you know that sort of made me think like I don't really know many other ways for a wedding to happen like i haven't been yeah. to many weddings that were not catholic and it's hard to imagine what like They're maybe one or two but yeah yeah i remember it was like a big thing in catholicism was there was like a rule where you had to get married in a church 
Um, I don't know mm-hmm. if that was something that was just exclusive to the branch of Catholicism we were part of, or if that's something you heard of as well, Charlie. But I remember between my friends, we would always be like, but I want to get married on a beach. And it'd be like, well, God won't yeah. see that as a real marriage. It has to be in a church. I, my parents were always kind of, that was the one odd thing they were, and after they gotten older, they've gotten a little more strict, but they said, we'll pay for half your wedding if you get married in the Catholic church. Oh, wow. But wow. for us, yeah, but if not, then you're on your own kind of thing. I was like, all right, I'm Catholic. Um, <laughs> not Decision that that's made. Yeah. Anything, but uh, more so, I, th- I want to say yes, but I think it was just, it had to be a priest. Okay. More so. Yeah. It couldn't be like your uncle. Yeah. Like your uncle yeah. could do like part of it, but the priest had to like do the union. There had to be a priest. Yeah. Like essentially, because I I want to say like I've mm-hmm. been to Catholic outside weddings, like because as long as like oh, okay. the Eucharist has to be like there, there's the priest will basically handle it was kind of like from yeah what I, he'll figure I, out I, how to like, make it legit yeah hire a priest and he'll make sure God gets present yeah um, <laughs> yeah but. I, I vaguely remember something like it should be in the church, but I think it was more symbolic of it has to be a Catholic wedding. Right. I, I don't know if I had to specifically right. be in a in a church building. Yeah, it's so interesting hearing just about the different versions of Catholicism that we grew up in. Well, it's just weird because it's not like I'm Greek Orthodox and you're like right, right. I know. Catholic. Like we're yeah. supposed to be the same sex, right. but like. The parishes are so different. Mm-hmm. Another thing, too, and this is kind of out of... I, um, my grandma's cousin, I think, I was named after a priest in Ohio. Okay. Um, he was like a, a surrogate grandfather to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was a very good guy. And he had, like, he was very matter... He, he was a very normal dude. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was very stabilizing for me because I had known him through my whole life. Like, he baptized me. He, wow. you know... Um, so that was very stabilizing as well. So I could kind of lean back and like, no, this is what it should look mm, like. Yeah. So I looked up yeah. to him as a grandfather and as a priest. Mm-hmm. So that I think was a huge reason I, I never left. Yeah. And even yeah. so, like, and that's something like down the line, it's like, um, would I be a Catholic still if it wasn't for him? Mm-hmm. You know, did I not leave out a because I wanted to make him proud more than God proud kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So that, that'd that be a whole other conversation with the therapist. About... <laughs> well, we have one right here. <laughs> so, yeah. Almost. Um, but I, I did want to mention him really quick, too, because I I, I did have a, a very supportive priest in my life who was yeah. one of the, I don't want to say few, but one of the good ones. Right, right. You know? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think we had a similar um, blessing in that our dad's brother who just recently passed away was a priest um oh yeah 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 and he was around a lot and then my godfather um who was my dad's best friend since high school is now like the archbishop of guam and um has been around yeah (laughs) yeah so they're they were both and they're both great yeah they're yeah super yeah just like real yeah well, and that's where I always had falling out with their shards because I always felt like if, you know, he walked in or like someone like um, like your uncle would walk yeah. into a shard, they'd be like, what the hell is happening here? Like, I always kind of felt that that school was just doing it wrong, you know, yeah. as opposed to my crisis wasn't with the religion too much, although it did push me to my absolute wits with it. Mm-hmm. It was more so I had an issue with the school. Yeah. yeah. And how they approach things. 
Yeah, that makes sense. And I think it's interesting to sort of think about the school as one of the pieces of this bigger subculture that for Jackie and I was all we knew. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. not even just in terms of religion, but in life. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, we went to Christ the King. We were homeschooled or went to Huron Valley. We went to Gabriel Richard or were homeschooled. And then I went to public school, and that was just a whole other thing. Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so I think you're right. Like when I go to, when I've been to other Catholic churches, it's they're all kind of the same, mm-hmm. and they're all very different from the one we grew up in. I think what helped with St. Francis, there was also St. Thomas, which right. is downtown Ann Arbor. Um, and we were in the middle of Ann Arbor, both of us. Uh, St. Thomas, the cool kids went to St. Thomas. We, we'd, we'd have combined dances. Our football oh gosh, teams played together. Dances. Oh, see, like, our dances sucked. St. Thomas dances, like, played Lil John. Like, they were like... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, no, like, our dances were, like, not great. Okay. But they weren't, like, terrible, like, compared to... They were you there. Know, I thought they... Yeah, I thought they were terrible at the time, but then I, you know, learned about other schools. So I was like, oh, maybe ours wasn't so bad. But St. Thomas's was the closest thing we'd ever get to, like, a public school. I mean, it wow. was not nearly a public school dance, but... Yeah, yeah. So we had that, but we were also downtown, and a lot of, you know, U of M coaches, kids went to St. Francis. So it was okay. kind of the private school of Ann Arbor as well. Right, right. So they, they probably had a lot of political stuff coming at them. Yeah. I mean... It was a Catholic school, but I think a lot of people just kind of used it as a as the like private pri- education. Yeah, as the private and, school. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> yeah, the thing I always had issues with, and why I probably wouldn't send my kids to a Catholic school, it wasn't. It was more the private stuff. I, I was not a rich kid. Yeah. My parents just kind of could afford to get us in there. Mm-hmm. Um. So, you know, we had, uh, you know, we show up in our big old van like, um, car. So yeah, I ran into yeah. more. My negative experience with both Richard and St. Francis came more in the fact of the wealth. Yeah. Yeah, I had a similar... I bumped up yeah. against that, too, in the first episode I talked about how that was pretty shocking. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. there's yeah. a lot of wealth the, of Richard. The level yeah. of rich, yeah. I did not... And not to say, like, we weren't destitute, you know? I'm not I'm not going right. to check my privilege yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. We, we were, you know, we could go there. Right. Which, you know, meant something. Um, but... We were not of that <laughs> that world yeah, that by any means. Yeah. Um. So I hung out with like the four poor kids. Um. <laughs> hi, Jack. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was like, hey, <laughs> I wasn't gonna say it. But... <laughs> no. So like that. That was my like. That's probably the big reason. Like I did. I hated St. Francis when I went there. Obviously, because it was a school I went to. I was little. I did have issues with you know a lot of things. But growing up. And maybe it was just the damage Richard did that I really appreciated it more getting older that, okay, the school was pretty on the level. They didn't do anything too too crazy. Mm. Yeah. I think they had issues after I left, which I won't get into because I don't know enough about it. Okay. Look, I got kind of the same experience from Richard. I was able to look back on Huron Valley and be like, oh, that actually wasn't as intense. Yeah, yeah. I went to Huron Valley. We played sports against you guys. Yeah. You guys never struck me. Even the other Spirit of Saints, Spirit of Saints who seemed like, Huron Valley just seemed small. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it seemed more of the level of like, this is mean, but this is, keep in mind, like this is bully 
sixth grade ever were all terrible but when i was in i would think here i was like this is kind of a step above homeschool <laughs> it totally like, is yeah because like, no, like, i went it was, from homeschool yep. to here in valley and it wasn't that yep. far of a jump <laughs> granted like i it seems like a dick thing to say now but like we were like downtown ann arbor we were across the street from public school yeah. all my a lot of my friends went to public mm, school yeah and, like, St. Francis kids actively tried to distance themselves. Like, so when we went to Huron Valley, it was more people were just kind of odd. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like, um, when we went to Spirit of St. Tooth Plymouth, they had nuns. Yeah. That's right. That was, like, their basketball coach, and it blew my fucking mind. I didn't think that existed. <laughs> like, my dad told me about it. Movies. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, like my dad, when he was a kid, he's like, yeah, we had the nuns. And I was like, this is yeah. still like real. Like, that's crazy. Wow. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. We didn't have that out here in Valley. Um, we had no. just like, but a lot of my teachers at here in Valley were community members who were yeah. friends with my parents. So it was kind of like being taught by extended family yeah. members almost mm-hmm. yeah and that was that was the same way at st francis oh, okay. like it, i act like it was huge but like a friend of mine's mom was a teacher uh so that you got a little bit of that yeah. or mm-hmm. like everyone's mother helped with you know handing out lunches or you know so i, I definitely got that a little that that's like that small school mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah it sounds like it was much more intense over over there but yeah, I, I never knew too much about Huron Valley. Okay. Yeah. It's interesting that we all got then moved, a lot of us, to Father Gabriel Richard together. And did you, uh, you said you didn't really have very many friendships with people who were more charismatic or more intense with it? So when I first got there, I, I tried to play the game, you know, mm-hmm. like freshman year. You're like, all right, I'm going to try to be popular. Let's let's yeah. let's play the game here. And I got to say, it was a lot of fun. <laughs> I didn't do, I lost. I, I did not do well no you um, did great you did great i remember pe- no people <laughs> told me I, I i love at the after i graduated it's like everyone's like you were so popular everyone I like, loved you <laughs> i was like i had i literally just followed around one kid like I, i'm glad i had the appearance to outside people that i was popular because i think i was on the football team so i talked to yeah, other football players right. but like i did oh, not yeah. hang out with them i was not part yeah. of their i was not invited yeah. to those parties like unless it was like team mandatory I'm wondering what it was like for you trying to interact with people who had such strong conviction in their faith. If you did try to strike up a conversation with somebody, did you feel like you were on different planets? Or Usually it was pretty civil. Like, I, I, if I knew you were kind of like, I wouldn't go into that kind of conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, but you were, yeah. when I first met you, pretty... You weren't, like, one of the, like super but you were very catholic and then you know uh, life life happened pretty hard yep. <laughs> and i think that's when we got closer um but so like and i, th- I thought we got along pretty well beforehand and, yeah you know more so after him too yeah absolutely again i think like i was fortunate to have a home environment where i felt like if I had a question, I could ask it. I just didn't yeah. have a lot of questions. <laughs> like I yeah. kind of just took everything at face value and was mm-hmm. like, "Sure, this is it." Another thing too is uh, a cousin. I had a lunch of family. My older sister and my older cousin. My older cousin's gay. Okay. So he went through Richard 
through that wow. back oh. in it like wet like and back in like you know 2008 to 2000 you know like oh, at a time man. where that really wouldn't have yeah. so i yeah. came into uh that place pretty disillusioned yeah that's fair the only time i got into a really hardcore th- theology debates were with the teachers yeah uh, i'd get i'd get very mad yeah. um mm. and it was only a handful of times one teacher in particular Hmm. Um, I kind of went off on, <laughs> yeah. Um, I even got into a couple with the main priest and he was kind of a psycho, but he did debate well and mm. I was kind of appreciated. <laughs> he, 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 uh, I, I, he had a good, a good back and forth, although I didn't agree with anything he said. I was like, oh, you're, you're kind of fun to argue with. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was just going to say, I did appreciate, I, so I went to Gabriel Sharp for one year um my sophomore year and I was horribly painfully shy um just kind of coming out of homeschooling and didn't really know it felt like everyone was speaking a different language like I didn't know how to talk to boys I didn't know how to like do anything it felt like um and but I remember in our theology class our teacher was actually really great I really liked him um and he was he had like a wednesday box where we could write questions oh yeah. and then um he would anonymously answer them mm-hmm. on wednesday that's all we would do in class mm-hmm. and i had so many questions but i was so shy and so i would always wait for wednesday and i would put them in there and so one time i asked um if you like sinning more than you like doing good would you like hell better than heaven and everyone in class was like, oh, who asked that? Like, and, and I was like, I'm not saying anything. And everyone was like, just raise your hand. It doesn't matter. And I was like, no. It does matter. No. And the teacher was just like, maybe it was someone from a different class. Like, we That's don't know. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> but he answered. Yeah. He was like, you know, um, all joy and happiness comes from God. And so happiness you experience from sin is also from god and wouldn't exist yeah. in hell there was some he explained it I, somehow every teacher i had at richard explained hell differently yeah I yeah had one priest who i kind of agreed with who didn't believe in hell yes he's gone now <laughs> we talked um, about we that did. yeah yeah um because he he said raise your hand if you don't believe in hell and i'd raise my hand because mm. i kind of wanted to see where it was yeah. going and I, I do have i've always kind of flirted with that belief yeah um, that like you know, I, I think I can't remember who said it's random teacher. They asked me about or asked about hell. He's like, hell, you're dead. Like, basically, his line of thought, it's like you're in heaven or you're just dead. And it's mm, like, and that's the difference. Yeah. And I was like, that's that's scarier than fire and brimstone. Huh. I thought I thought that was well more compelling of an argument, hmm. um, at least especially some high school kids. Like, I don't yeah. know if I agreed with it or not, but. It, I yeah the answer. interesting yeah that's kind of a perspective that we didn't really ever think about was like the nothingness like because a lot yeah. of people grew up kind of just thinking like you're dead and you're dead that's it like you just stop existing but for us it was always like there's either bliss or there's torture <laughs> well that yeah. was a big richard yeah. thing too is we never went through purgatory at saint francis oh okay yeah about the idea of it like we had mentioned mm-hmm. it and i think somewhere in middle school limbo stopped being a thing where it's where unbaptized babies used to go 
Yeah. Oh, um, right. And then that the Catholic Church kind of dropped that because huh. like we have too many places. Uh, <laughs> I don't <laughs> even. Remember. Can't keep we have track. too Can't many avenues. Track. I think that could have been a Vatican One thing, but I, I thought that went like way later because I. Um, okay. Because now they go straight to heaven, I think. Right. Just a PR move. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, babies to heaven. Gotta send babies to heaven. <laughs> I mean, come on. Yeah. They'll baptize them on the way. Yeah. yeah. Purgatory, do you mind if I just take a second to kind of talk about what that was like yeah. for people who might not know what purgatory was like <laughs> I've been in there your before. afterlife? <laughs> um, so purgatory is like the space between it's heaven, basically. Um, so if you die and you aren't like fully cleansed of your sin, it's the place where you go to be washed away of all of that. And it's not a good place place to be like that's the place that like you're cleansed and the cleansing is gonna hurt and then from there you would get to go on to heaven and everybody's like how long are you gonna be in purgatory like i remember that being a big conversation for some yeah. reason like oh, yeah how long do you think this person is in purgatory or like how long do you think like you'll be in or i'm gonna like go to confession every week just in case i die so like i won't be like in purgatory for five years <laughs> like yeah there's also so weird. yeah that's so funny because like my mentality when i because i had heard of purgatory like it was explained like not explained but they're like at st francis it was like yeah it's where it's between essentially mm-hmm. and that's as far as it went but with when richard explained it i was like oh so what's the bar I have to hit to hit purgatory? Right, like, that's right. way yeah. easier. Yeah, like, yep. it's just menial sins. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, like um, if I can just skip through purgatory, I'll end up in it. Like, yeah, I was like, for most, yeah, a lot of people are like, I have to work hard so I don't call. I was like, wait, no, that's like that's my C plus guys, student mentality. I was yeah. like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, are you guys not seeing this? Like, we yeah. just got an express lane that's to so heaven funny. with very minimal effort. Yeah, there's also um, a series of prayers you can do to get someone That's out of right. purgatory and into heaven. So I think it's, um, yeah, we That's did it mean. once for Just our... Just to assume someone's in purgatory? Yeah, well, yeah. I think there's some people where you're <laughs> like, eh, yeah, well. My aunt definitely didn't Possibly. make it in the first round. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it, um, I think it has to be done at a certain time of year. There was like a certain oh. week or something that it was like so encouraged crazy. and then... It was like I remember it just taking forever. We did it That's, in our family for someone, and we see, were there's like, so many nuances yeah. with your guys' version. Mm-hmm. Like there was so many like this week we're gonna it's do. Very it's very mystical, mystical huh? extremely like it was yes. like a like a spell, like a ceremony mm-hmm. to yeah help yeah. someone into heaven. It was very interesting. I think the craziest thing we did was like the rosary, like yeah. Like our time, it's like when does the priest change from purple to green? Like, right, yeah. right. the robes. <laughs> to this day, I don't remember what it means. Um, it's just, just the different seasons. New white meant Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's so nuts. That like all the yeah, that's like Richard. Like you got, I would learn more and more about the evangelical side. Mm-hmm, yeah, and there were so many nuances. Yeah, like old like medieval like yeah mm-hmm. of like oh this is still a belief system or like mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. there's so many weird rules like that i knew like i was pretty familiar with the bible and well, I was gonna yeah. say, like, none of these the weird traditions were just like where are these coming mm-hmm. from yeah yeah do you remember any specific like fights you got in with teachers like what were they saying that you really brushed up against um a lot of it was more based on um, 
probably bad grades I got. And then it was kind of me arguing my point. Yeah. But yeah, it, there, were, there was a teacher in particular who was really harsh on... I mean, Richard, everything was right to life. And what was very weird, and I was... And this is well before it was the popular norm, not even just Catholic, but even like 15 years ago, you know, right, uh, pro-choice was a very taboo thing. My mom was Mm pro-choice as a Catholic. Like, she raised me pro-choice. Wow. Um, That's radical. Yeah, yeah, very, Very. which is very weird because my mom is like pretty conservative on all other spectrum um huh that's a funny one to be yeah she's super <laughs> I feel like random. a lot of people are like well my grandma was acceptance. one of the three people who started the the thing where they go around like handing out pamphlets i guess or like okay driving girls to get have oh. babies or whatever um so my mom grew up like hating it i guess yeah. this is kind of through my mom's lens and my mom kind of exaggerates so i'm not going to go too far into that okay. but <laughs> i i was pretty much raised pro-choice or at least that option was always on the table Mm -hmm. yeah yeah of like my dad wasn't as much so but my mom was um and she ran a daycare (laughs) like so it was super odd um because she'd seen too much like she's seen some real shit i think i think it's like a common misconception that you you can't like want kids and Mm -hmm. love kids and and also yeah and it was common at richard to view like pro-choice meant pro-abortion which it doesn't it means (laughs) pro-choice but and even then like richard had such and it wasn't even that they talked it was i felt like that was my whole curriculum so it was just the things we focused on um that i didn't i didn't like is just where we I talked about more about abortion there than like any like it was, it was every fucking focus. class I felt yeah yeah um and so that's where I'd get into it a lot um the idea of souls like the expectations of um what a Catholic should be shouldn't be but a lot of my my run-ins were like I didn't like to participate in any tradition or I found odd or unsettling. Like washing the feet at Kairos, like I, I, oh, I did not. Yeah. yeah, can we talk about can we Kairos? Talk about Kairos. Yeah, because I didn't go because I, I was in public school at that point, and I. So my outside understanding of Kairos is this like retreat that happens at Gabriel Shard in your senior year, and you, I, it's a there is so much secrecy around it. Like mm-hmm. it's all very it's kind like of after seniors go. They're not allowed to tell you what happened because you're not supposed to know going into it. It's like, which, I mean, in retrospect, I think is uh, pretty dangerous to have that many secrets around something you're doing with children. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And uh, I just knew, like, it was something along the lines of, like, the spiritual experiences we'd had before with, like, speaking in tongues and being slain in the spirit, et cetera, et cetera. But, like in my mind it was like something goes to another level there's something that happens that's like i have no idea what it is so please tell me yeah so i (laughs) was actually sorry charlie do you mind if i jump no you're good this is your show (laughs) no i mean i I really want to hear what your perspective was because i was a kairos leader so oh you were i was like the assistant rector 
I forgot. Yeah. So I went my junior year and my senior year. And because when you get, you like apply, you have to do this very long application of like questions. They ask you a lot about your personal relationship with God and like your motivations for being a leader. Um, And then they would like choose all the leaders. And it was like this big thing. And I got chosen to be an assistant rector, which was like the person who organized it all and with the teachers. And so I went my junior year just to have the experience because they send all the leaders in the junior class with the seniors. So you go as just a participant rather than a leader first. Okay. And from my perspective, the secrecy is all to heighten the emotions of it. And it's... I'm hesitant to use the word emotionally manipulative, but it is a little bit because... They kind of, I mean, yeah, I mean I it is. It they, they like really focus on um, traumatic stories or like okay. tr- stories of hardship. Like, there were a lot of testimonies being given for, by the students of like things they've been through um, and how God has gotten them through it. And so it's just very, it's like a, a lot of emotional talk. There's a yeah. lot of emotional music. There's a lot of adoration. Okay. So it's, is it true that there's one night where you can't sleep? No. Oh. No. They, see, there um, like the see, there's so many rumors that, that go around about... We, there was one up where we did mass to like 4 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, there were some late nights. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I was always thinking like... You're definitely sleep deprived. Sleep, yes. sleep deprivation is a common, um, you know, manipulation mm-hmm. tool and, and see, brainwashing. I was very sleep deprived as a leader. <laughs> I was yeah. like a lot um but yeah then there was also this night where like this was the big secret was they would have um parents usually was a uh, usually was a parent write a letter to one of the to their kid who was on kairos um and they would read it out loud to everybody (gasps) and so everybody heard a letter from their parent out loud Mm -hmm. that was also incredibly emotional and then you get like a stack of letters that people had written to you. Um, like yeah, they would was... reach oh, out to people right. and be like, "Hey, so and so is on Kairos. Like, do you want to write them a letter?" And yeah. so that was another aspect that just really made everybody so emotional. And then you're in the room together. So wait, so and you... you're crying and you're like, some people had like personal information that their parents shared and they were like mortified so it's just a lot of emotion like in the same room bouncing off of each other and that kind of so whatever your parents choose to write you have no say and you don't even know that they're right you don't know what's gonna happen and then this letter is read out loud to your entire class yes oh that's horrible my view of the manipulation was much more baseline than that okay it wasn't even like a spiritual manipulation. I think it was a social manipulation because yeah. it was basically like everyone's so positive. It's like because the popular kids talked to the not popular kids, everyone was talking to each other. So everyone just had a whole lot of everyone felt popular. Mm-hmm. Everyone felt cool. Mm-hmm. So it was more like this is just for me when I was there, I was like, this is just kind of a shallowness. Uh, it was popular kids playing games with kids they would never play get play with yeah and so it's like we don't feel good because of god we feel good because we're we're getting attention (laughs) we're getting attention from our peers yeah um so that's where i when i was there i was like this is where it feels like most of this is coming from 
Yeah, I guess that was a piece of it that I always heard about, too, was that, like, people who had never talked would come back best friends. Like, all the social structures were... Yeah, and they, for about a week. Yeah. Yeah, that was the Kairos High, they would call it. Yeah, Yeah. and then it would revert back to normal. Yeah. Um, We were cussing on the... We were freestyling on the bus home, me and some friends, and... uh, we were like swearing and stuff. We're like we just got back from Cairo. <laughs> like we're like literally on the bus home. We're like, well, oh we're gosh. gonna wrap. Yeah. Uh, another aspect of Kairos was the small groups. So as a leader, also all the leaders had to lead a small group yeah. of your peers, um, and we had very little talk of how to do that. Um, oh, wow. And I remember being just so nervous for that and yeah. having this expectation. That I'm supposed to get something out of these people. Like, they're supposed to share something hard. Yeah. And Oof. it was like, I ended up kind of, I hope I let it well. I I look back on it sometimes and I'm like, I tried well, to just have it be like a neutral ground where like, you can talk and you don't have to. <laughs> like, I'm not going to yeah. try to like pull anything well, out of anybody. Jackie, but. as someone, like, I'm in grad school for social work and we're learning how to do group work and it's hard it's like it is hard incredibly complicated and delicate no, you need a degree need, for that yeah, yeah like a there's a reason i'm junior in high school grad school yeah. you can't yeah, yeah when it's your peers yeah and you're expected to like get stuff out that's mm-hmm. and i remember there being talk between the leaders like oh you have so-and-so in your small group like get ready like that's gonna be a hard one to crack like whoa it was just kind of a toxic weird yeah. power dynamic that I don't know if they realized this happening. <laughs> My small group was really chill, and I was very lucky. I was very lucky for that. Yeah. But me and my group, or I had all my friends were there, which is nice, and we'd sneak off and go for walks. It's, nice. So, like, my car okay. was... That's good. Yeah. We went, there was a cemetery by that we like, hung out. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, there were, like, four different locations. So the, yeah. the class yeah, we were would all get not, split up into, like, four. Into th- three oh. or four, yeah. Yeah, that's right. We were so at different Kairos. Yeah, I, Kairos didn't affect... Again, like, anything I did with Richard, I knew was pretty silly going into it. Like, that's how I just viewed it. I was like, this is all very silly. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing your perspective, and it's yeah. really interesting to hear like how people see the evangelical culture from the outside while kind of next to it. Yeah. You know? yeah. 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 Definitely. Yeah. For sure. Yeah, I appreciate hearing your perspective, and I just always like talking to Jackie's friends, too, because, <laughs> like, yeah, tell me what she was like in high school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. No, I can. That'll be another podcast. Yeah, we can do The, the Jackie yeah. breakdown. Oh, God. <laughs> the biography of Thank Jackie. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, this is so yeah I, I hope that you had a good time. <laughs> no, this is really good. Good. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Google, Apple, we deleted our SoundCloud. But the first two episodes are still on there, um, but we'll be posting future episodes onto the bigger platforms. So if you follow mm-hmm. us on SoundCloud, make sure you hop on over to Spotify or Apple or Google to hear the rest. And if you follow us, follow us. If you listen, follow us. That's what I meant. <laughs> <laughs> and you can leave reviews on Apple Podcasts. That helps us out. Yeah. Um, We have a Facebook page now and an Instagram. So keep sharing it with people. Yeah. And if you have any questions that you would like us to answer or chat about on the podcast, uh, please email us, communitykidspodcast at gmail.com. The end. The end. (laughs) All right. 
Bye. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>